We're back, baby doll. We're back for another episode of the Brennan Spear Show. And I've got to tell you guys, I've got to tell you guys that better Christmases have only been had by Reagan and Genghis Khan. I have so many things to be thankful for. The people that I love are healthy and strong, and they all seem to be doing well with the challenges that have been issued to them. And it is another beautiful cold day, and the clocks are striking 13. Uh, If you're watching this video, I hope you're enjoying the last you're going to see of the flow. Um, I said last March, as a form of protest, I wasn't going to get my hair cut um, until they reopened the comedy clubs in Chicago. And, And I still meant that. And I I wanted to keep that going as long as I could until yesterday, (laughs) my girlfriend saw me struggling with my hair and asked me (laughs) with a straight face, would you like a hair tie? So I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. (laughs) It's gone on long enough. I will miss it. Um, Please send your specs to brennan.spearhead.com. Um... There'll be a fund in this memorial. Um, Yeah, but it was great. I'm grateful that the year 2020 is coming to an end. It has been a long year of knowing that our depression and our anxiety has been worth... has been worth it. To someone, somewhere, or something. There are two parts to the show today. Um... My predictions for the year of our Lord 2021, which will get me into trouble with the Facebook censors, and we'll talk a little bit about how I got in trouble last week, or two weeks ago now, and we will also talk about the the part that's going to get me in trouble in my personal life. Um, this is what I do with boredom. I burn down bridges, and we're going to do it today bigger and better than ever. The flamethrower is filled with bathtub napalm, and we are ready to get it on. Um, Let's start with the part that's going to get me in trouble in my personal life. Um, Because the only people who listen to this show are people that I know. And so let's just really alienate those people right off the bat. Um... I love Christmas movies. Um, If I don't watch a Christmas story twice all the way through on Christmas Day, Christmas might as well not have happened. Um, But for the first time in a long time, I watched one that I hadn't seen in a while, which was The Family Man with Nicolas Cage. And I don't know if it's just because... I saw this movie as a child. I'm guessing that's what it is. But that was a great movie. It's really good. And it doesn't show up anywhere on the best Christmas movies list. Like, and and I know why it is. It's because Nicolas Cage is in there. And for some reason, all these bloggers think they're better than Nicolas Cage. Now, there are a lot of things you can say about Nick. You can say that he's over the hill, 
There's no way that Cage is his last name. But I had better never hear you say that Nick Cage is a cornball. Because if I hear you say that within earshot of me, you'll be picking up your teeth with broken fingers. Throughout my childhood, Nick Cage was an action star. Gone in 60 Seconds, Con Air, and now, for some reason, these movies are looked back as a victim of their time of the early 2000s for some reason that I really don't understand. But Raising Arizona and The Family Man are both great movies, and they both hold up. The script of The Family Man might be the best script for a Christmas movie. Um, it's a Wonderful Life is up there, but it's a different kind of smart. Okay, just here's the synopsis of The Family Man. A Fastlane investment broker offered the opportunity to see how the other half lives, wake up to find, wakes up to find that his sports car and girlfriend have become a minivan and wife. And every line of the movie works in both realities. Where he still is that guy with the same knowledge. But it works as a husband having a mental breakdown at the same time. As far as Christmas script writing goes, it is an incredibly smart movie. And no one ever talks about it. Because bloggers think that Nicolas Cage is a cornball. And I don't think that's fair. Um, and this is the part about Christmas movies that's going to get me in trouble. Because I thought this movie was so good at, at my height of frustration with American society right now. And what had me so frustrated was all these people that I know sending out Christmas cards with pictures of their dog. Whether it's a single person or a married person. Like, you didn't add another person to your family. You added a dog. A dog is not family. I understand they're part of the family. But you're, you're broadcasting to the world when you say, we added one to our family this year, and it's a picture of a dog. You're broadcasting that you don't know how this is supposed to work. I, I don't think less of you as a person for having a dog family. There are plenty of people who did not have children for perfectly valid reasons. I understand all that. And I understand that human beings need responsibility to be happy and healthy and all that stuff. I understand that you got out of college and started making enough money to live on your own or with your husband or your wife or whatever, and you got bored. So you got a dog. I understand it. I don't think less of you, but it's wrong. This is the first time in history where the dog has come before the children. You skipped a step in there. 
Throughout human history, the family dog has existed so that your children would leave you alone for an hour every day. The dog was a babysitter. That is what dogs are for. Dogs are supposed to be a distraction for children, and instead you bought one to distract yourself. I'm sorry. And I'm thinking of people who I respect and enjoy their company a lot who might have their feelings hurt by this, and I'm, I'm sick of it to the point where I have to mention it. Your dog is not a child. If it doesn't live past 20 and it can't call you from a county jail cell or need therapy because of your parenting style, you can't call it your child. The only thing worse than this dog mom culture is the people who give, um, well, first of all, they refer to their dog as their son. And then they give their dog people names. And just so, just to make this clear, people name, we name people after other people. And we name dogs after sports stadiums. I'm going to get in so much fucking trouble for this. But that's the way it works. The names of dogs are inanimate objects. Spot. Rex. T-Bone. Names for humans. Ralph. John. Jack. Applesauce is not the name for a child. But this is going more and more the other way. And like, I, I can't imagine what it's like to be a veterinarian now. Hello, veterinarian? Yes, it's about my son, Yusuf Islam. He's always been a very bright boy, but I caught him eating fecal matter this morning. I don't feel like that's normal behavior for a seven-year-old. I thought he should be more advanced by now. My neighbor's boy, Spot, he would never, never do something like that. That's what I mean. A dog has a limited level of development. That doesn't qualify it as your son. Your son. Your children. Have an IQ higher than 40. At some point they grow up and they have to be contended with. And that makes you more of a human being. So please for the love of God. Stop saying that your pets are your children. And now that I've burnt down the bridges with half the people I respect in this planet. I want to talk about what's going to get me in trouble with Facebook this week. It's a new segment on the show after I got in trouble for saying something that I thought was universally agreed on last week. And so we'll get into it. Um, People keep saying that 2021 is going to be better than 2020. And I don't know why they think that. I think there's like, in the culture, there's like just this belief that things have to get better. But they don't. Things do not have to get better. 
especially when nothing is being done to fix the problems in front of us. But I sat around and I came up with some reasons why 2021 will be way better than 2020. And the first reason is that the government will take a much more active role in COVID enforcement. With the newly released voluntary vaccines, we will be able to give certain people access to the United States economy. With unvaccinated people having to remain in quarantine, it will become illegal to spread any kind of disease. Earned equality will save our country. Due to our constitution, it isn't possible for the government to, co- to prevent individuals from conducting commerce. So, our government will enco- encourage the major banks in America to change their terms of service, to require updated vaccinations to do business with them. They rightfully have a duty to protect their employees. And if measures like these only save one human life, they will have been worth it. That is how corporate America will help to bring about the Great Reset in 2021. By saving American lives and denying services to all those opposed to public safety. By acting in the enforcement by acting as the enforcement arm of those standing in the way of progress and we should call them heroes for their help in returning America to a free country the strength of our corporations is the strength of this country and our stock market will continue to set record highs because our Federal Reserve has artificially inflated our stock markets, guaranteeing that the corporations our government needs most will continue to be leaders in the global economy for generations to come, and ensure stay-at-home job opportunities for our most loyal American citizens. In 2021, states that don't enforce government-recommended protocols will see more civil unrest and rioting than they did in 2020. Corporations will make donations to political organizations to make sure that it is clear that noncompliance is unacceptable. It is a sad truth of life that sometimes people have to be forced into doing the right thing. Corporations and political organizations working together with local and federal law enforcement will help ensure the return of freedom and prosperity for all compliant citizens. This is all good things. Many years from now, it will be taught in textbooks that 2020 was completely necessary for the new rights of government to enrich the lives of its citizenry by taking measures to guarantee their safety and access to basic services such as food and clean water. 2021 is just the beginning of life under that exciting new paradigm. It's true that not all jobs will return by the end of 2021. Many of the recently unemployed will find job security in the newly constructed virus safety bureaus. It will be the job of the bureau to ensure that those guilty of health crimes are brought to justice, enforcing both hard labor and re-education about what is good for others and is not. Domestic terrorism will become an increasing threat led by evil men who desire to stop the progress of our American civilization. 
They will be few in number, but all threats to American supremacy, uh, American supremacy should rightfully be destroyed. Safety of our most vulnerable groups by eliminating hate speech or any speech that makes others feel less than will see enforcement like never before. Bringing true equality to the world. Every citizen who has been deemed not to have safety as their first priority must be removed from society. These attempts at ensuring the safety of all Americans will change often at first. There may be times when it is confusing about what is and isn't allowed. Sometimes these rules may seem arbitrary, or as if they have been made up for reasons other than safety. You may wonder a lot about that issue, and feel that they pick favorites, and sometimes exist for reasons other than safety. It is important to remember that what you are thinking, feeling, seeing, hearing, smelling, and tasting isn't true, and that many different types of enforcement controls must be tested before it is determined what makes you the most safe. Strength through unity and unity through science. Twenty twenty one is going to be a great year. Good as it is the year that we will all finally get back on the same page. Praise Jesus. Um, the last show did piss off the Facebook censors. Uh, Facebook informed me that I had made statements similar to other statements that have been proven by independent fact checkers to not be the reported truth. And I'm, I'm sorry to you, the viewer of this program, that I presented a viewpoint that was disagreed with by an anonymous person online. If I had realized that a person with an agenda that I didn't agree with didn't agree with me, I never would have published that video. And I, I just want to say that I'm eternally sorry. After all, the most important part of this show is that I am constantly saying things that everyone else on the planet agrees with. The point of this show, of course, is to atone with all the indigenous people that had their land stolen in America while my ancestors were still peasants in Europe. And until that is made right, I will continue to spread that message. Here's to all the ways that 2021 will be better than 2020. Don't turn away from evil. Speak out against it. Have a great week.